wonderful people. I had a topic that just popped into my head that I honestly have been struggling with for years. It's a dilemma, a moral dilemma, I guess, being an adult. If you don't give it up to your significant other or someone you want to be with and it's gotten to a certain point where you literally just lost the urge. Is it right or wrong to still get mad at the fact that men or women have needs that they need to be met? Is it wrong to get upset if someone tries to look elsewhere even if they claim and or act upon the feelings they truly have for you and or you have for them but you still have an urge to itch a fucking itch to scratch is it wrong that even if you're not in a relationship and someone talks to you very nicely and is it like legit is it wrong to be jealous over someone you're not with or even if you're with and you're not giving it up and in the end they're actually being good but at the same time there is still stuff to be seen and but it's not that big of a deal because in the back of your head is it right to feel like they should be able to do subtle things or is it not right I really wish people could comment on this, but that's my moral dilemma. Should I get jealous over anybody who isn't mine or who is mine who isn't getting it? So let's say you have like a fuck buddy and they're cool as shit, but then they talk to somebody else. And then you're like, wait, but they're not mine, so why should I get picked? It's the same thing living with two ex-boyfriends. Honestly, it really is a moral dilemma. Should I be able to feel... Should I have the right to feel these feelings of inadequacy because of what I've already been through between the two of them or should I let it all go and say okay let's just give it up more often because you know that's what's actually stopping them from only wanting you but yet you're not together so it's really confusing but I mean if you're a girl and you've already been through this not the double boyfriend thing probably not many people have gone through that but living with your boyfriend in general and knowing that they have their own life and yet well your ex-boyfriend in general and then knowing that they both have their own lives but then you have that feeling in the back of your head like one I was important I could still talk <laughs> like you still think you're important like that's fucking bullshit to me it's bullshit but like for some reason my brain still thinks that I have a right to be just fucking jealous and or inquisitive which I don't think I should have a problem with looking at your phone if it's an open conversation of roommates but that's just me because I'm a snooper and that's who I am but I don't really snoop to find out information I snoop to find something interesting so even if it's like a really hot girl that I want to talk to myself or it's something else I'm not always looking for bad stuff but when I do find bad stuff or interesting stuff that I don't particularly enjoy to look at so I delete them all that's what I do I delete every naked photo in all of my ex's phones and I don't care 
because I really don't and that's just who I am and if you want to live with me and you want to be really nice to me and you want to act like you want to be with me eventually or say literally those words then I should have the right to look at your phone I should have the right to know where I stand and if I'm still important but then my other dilemma is if I were to look at your phone let's say you're my boyfriend whoever's listening to this you're my boyfriend I look at your phone I'm allowed to look at your phone, but then you get mad at me for looking at your phone and finding things that should not be on the phone. Or if you're a roommate who doesn't want to say who they're speaking to and then you find out about it and you're like, oh, who's this girl? And you're not even being a bitch about it. But then they still have the thought in their head when you were together. See, that's the main issue of living with your ex and trying to be friends with your exes, in the beginning at least. It's actually trying to get them to understand it doesn't fucking matter and all attitudes all anger it doesn't actually matter anymore because if it did i'd be a fucking hypocrite i mean i don't send naked photos out but i do have an only fans page hey advertisement only fans perfect to make free money and they only take a little bit of taxes go us make your money get your paper and have your own business which you can tax and get tax write-offs. It's a pretty good deal. Anyway, point being is, I would be a hypocrite if I were to say that, oh, bitches don't take pictures and you don't fucking send them, blah, blah, blah. But the one thing that does scare me about this whole situation I'm presenting towards you is that what happens if they're asking for those photos? What happens if they're sending their own? So it's not just like they're getting off to the photos that they see on a porn site or whatever, because in the situation I'm describing, you can't ask them where they got the photos because they'll deny the photos, even though you just saw them and deleted them. That's why a couple times I've actually screenshotted my ex's phone to prove that those photos were actually on there. Because what guys like to do to women let me point this out not all men do it but some men do the cheaters they love to make you feel insane they love to make you feel crazy because they think that you are of course I'm already crazy I have mental illness sucks but it is what it is but they make you feel like you literally haven't seen the evidence that they've seen and even if it doesn't matter to the person that has seen the evidence because it wouldn't be a big deal in my case of many times of seeing these things it wouldn't be that big of a deal but at the end of the day if you make it a big deal you scream you holler you get pissy you rip phones out of hands you hide your phone under your pillow you make sure no one gets to see it that's when it starts to get to an interesting point where your brain likes to spin it around and instead of staying calm the way you really want to stay and instead of doing that and staying calm Someone else has to provoke the anger and the frustration. And then your brain goes to, what the fuck is in his goddamn phone? I I may not be fucking dating him, but he fucking says he cares about me. What the fuck? Who else does he care about? It's a weird girl thing. It literally just goes nuts in your head. So here's some tips to any guy who is listening to this and to the women who are cheaters as well as the men, because I'm not going to discriminate. Don't act like you're hiding it if you're hiding it. Just get rid of it and find the bitch later. There's no reason to get caught if you're going to get angry. 
because if you get angry and look like a hypocrite, you A, might lose your girlfriend, B, might lose your friend for lying in general, or C, you just might get ignored, period, like on the internet, like if you're just talking to some bitch and the bitch finds out that you're talking to other bitches and you lied about it, even if you're not together, you're probably going to be ignored, not because she's a bitch, but because you lied. And that's the issue with men. They think it's all about cheating. No. Most women actually don't give a fuck about internet. Okay, so here's an example. My ex-boyfriend, who, by the way, is sitting beside me, and I really don't give a fuck what I say because, well, I have a big mouth and no one can tell me to stop talking. Even if they did, I wouldn't listen. So, so basically, with him, I just realized when we were together... It was very different because I just realized some new information, which I should have figured out or even asked or remembered. I don't know if he already told me, but he said he only slept with about six to seven women. I believe it was six. I'm not quite sure. And in the end, he has spoken to over 300 women over the computer and sent over 300 dick pics. And then then he said it was 20, but that's not that bad whatever did the, the point being is I'm trying to make him sound better but he keeps ruining it so that's on him but the point here is some people aren't as bad as they seem the people they speak to on the internet may not be just as important as you make them to be and that's my point to all women as well that aren't cheating and are actually looking through people's phones trying to figure out where they stand in other people's lives And that's the scary part, is guys don't understand this point of view. We don't know where we stand, because you always get angry at the fact that we look at your phones, we snoop around, but at the same time, if you allowed us to snoop around, you allowed us to say, hey, can I see your phone? Why do you need my phone? I don't know, I'm bored. Let us be bored. Let us touch your phone. And in the end, we don't have to look at your phone 24-7, because we would trust the issue of actually looking at your phone. And that's my point to men. Don't overreact. If you're not doing anything, don't overreact. If you are doing something, I will play devil's advocate. Pretend that you're not doing anything wrong. And then you can actually explain it in a way where you truly believe you're not doing anything wrong. Then you can cheat. Then you can lie. Or then you can overreact and then say, you know what? I just didn't think you tricked me. And you can play it off real well. But first, you got to stay calm before you cheat. That's the problem. Men give it away way too easily. That's how I figured out my ex-boyfriend currently sitting next to me was cheating. He overreacted, and that's how I knew the other one was too. He overreacted and had pictures in his phone. And now he overreacts every single day over his phone. And when I saw his phone last, there was nothing there. But there was nothing there. And that's the fun part. Here's another tip, boys. And I mean boys. You decide to delete every message possible. Delete an app. Do all this shit. It doesn't make you look good. If she already has an idea of what you're doing and she has no proof, but then she tries to find proof and there is no proof to be found and yet you're always on your phone typing and clicking and having messages, but you say you don't talk to anyone. That is a sheer sign of complete and utter lies. So men and women, for the men, cover your girlfriend's ears. Stop doing that. Just let her see it. 
just let her see it, keep it chill, and keep the private conversations private. Try to find a way, because otherwise, you just look more guilty if you delete things. That's the point here. And for women, make it clear that you know they're deleting messages. Because in the end, if you want to keep that man and he's deleting messages, be on the ball. Make sure you understand what's going on. Because if you get your dumbass heartbroken because you decided, hey, I wanted to fucking do stupid shit with this stupid human being because I fucking love this stupid human being, and then you get cheated on, you will regret it because you didn't know what was going on. At least if you know what's going on, you can break up with them before they do, and then in the end, you can keep them your fuck buddies for life. Because then you're not stupid. Because women are really resilient. We can get past quite a, quite a lot of things. I mean... I've been physically abused, mentally abused, sexually abused in many ways. But you know what? I'm still strong-willed. I'm still a beautiful human being that doesn't want to have issues with anything or anyone. So I would rather be single than have to deal with two cheaters or angry people because there will be another post on abuse and what you can do to avoid it but in this case just remember don't hide anything don't don't delete the things you're trying to hide if you don't want her to look at your phone because you have too much evidence in your phone to be a cheater don't delete the evidence just don't let her touch it and make up a lot of excuses so you can be in a relationship longer before she figure out you're a dirty scumbag. Or you can literally just be a good guy. Don't look up foreign photos. Don't, I mean, look up foreign photos. That's fine. That's actually normal. Porn is great. Always look at porn. Porn is better than real people. The difference between cheating and looking at porn. Porn is not cheating unless you're a porn addict and you're paying for people to talk to you and no, that's cheating. But if you're not paying for it, it's not cheating. So, I mean, unless it's a porn site and you don't get to talk to them. So, I mean, there's different factors. The difference between porn and cheating is actual contact, is actual conversation. If you can get to, oh, daddy, yeah, it's hard, ah, uh, ah, uh, hang up the phone, that ain't fucking cheating. If you get to, oh, daddy, yes, ah, uh, oh, how was your day? It was great. Are you making bread? That's great. What are you mix? What are you mixing with it? Is it flourless? That's fucking cheating. If you make it quick, and you, not even with real people, with even if you pay for an online bitch, if you don't talk about your real life and you just keep it sexual, it's not that bad. Then you delete it, and then your girlfriend finds out. Wow, you used a sex website. Oh, and in my case, I'm only talking from perspective, from my perspective. I don't give it up at all to fuck buddies, to boyfriends, to anyone, because I currently live in the ghetto of New Jersey, and I am surrounded by stress, yelling, people always getting frustrated with me because we live in a one-room motel, and motel room, and it's not that nice, but what you need to understand is boundaries understand that I have no boundaries and uh, that is a given by the way 
I have no boundaries with other people that I love because honestly I'll go through your fucking phone if I've known you for five fucking years I'll take your phone and be like who the fuck are you sending these naked pictures to you hoe bag I don't give a fuck I'll take your phone and that's the problem here is for me I'm very open with my phones as well but I always try to tell people like there's this guy we'll call him Bob and yeah I live with my two exes but they also don't like the fact that people come in to try to hang out with me and me alone but on the other side, I don't want to hang out with people like that anyway. I want people to get to know the people I care about. So I guess I'm not going to purposely hang out with those people. But when I have made the mistakes that people just want to sleep with me, they have pointed them out. But on the other hand, they have also brought girls here. To he, well, one of them has. The other one is so, I mean, in my opinion, obsessed with me that it's not even funny. But I know he cares, so it's really not the worst thing in the world as long as he stays calm. I mean, it's nice to have someone obsessed with you and love and blah, blah, blah. But that's the one that takes his phone all the time. The other one does not. But then when you find photos in his phone, well, then he gets all pissy, even though you don't give a fuck. Because the problem with living with your exes in the same goddamn room is that you always assume the worst of the other person. Because you... Well, one of them proposed to me, so one of them already has that in the back of his head. The other one actually cheated on me multiple times since I've known him for 17 years. So it is a thing, and it's stuck in their heads. But in, at the end of the day, I will state this factor. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Like earlier today, I looked at my other ex's phone, which I try to avoid saying his name until he pops up in an actual podcast. So I saved my other ex. So my other ex literally freaking flipped out earlier over something so minuscule to do with his phone, which he does every single day. Um, he hates me touching his phone. Every time I touch his phone, he flips out. I try to touch the, I try to get into his phone just to try to wake him up because he has seizures, and I'm scared all the time. And the doctor told me not to do cold, not to tickle him, not to do all this stuff. So I tried something new one day. And then all he said was, all you care about is my phone. So whether or not you are cheating, it still sounds like it. It's still, you're still acting like it. And we're still not together. So why do you have to scream and make a big deal out of it? And then as a girl, and any girl will feel this way about their ex, unless they really hate their ex. It's just so hard to see other people move on and not admit it. And if they're not moving on, then why act that way? That's what you should ask your man. Why are you acting this way if you're not cheating? Well, it's privacy. That usually means that they're cheating. But in some cases, people are just broken and they want to take it out on you. There's many cases where men and women will take out shit on other people that they've already been through. And it really is about privacy. It really is about PTSD and being left behind. But in the end, women, don't use that as the biggest, in the end, men, don't use it as the biggest excuse. Oh, all these other women didn't trust me. If that really is true, that is a really nice thing for you to have a girl that doesn't believe you're cheating. But if you act like you are, you will never get that far. 
you will only get to the point where she will never trust you and you won't give up your phone because of what you are going through. If you move on from that issue and you say, wow, this girl doesn't care or this guy doesn't care that my phone may have a guy who flirts with me and I never flirted back, that's not a big deal. Keep those messages. Let your girl see what you are not doing. Let, I mean, let her see what you're doing. Let her see, hey, you know what? This girl means nothing to me. I'm not speaking to her. I left, figured I left it on there. I didn't want to delete any of my messages. I have no need to delete my messages. Why delete them? But if your man has an empty phone but is on his phone all day long, he's deleting all his messages. And that's when you ask him, why are you deleting messages? Because ladies, just so you know, if you didn't know already, Facebook has Messenger. And you can delete the messages so no one can see them. So I'll give you an example. One of the cheating situations with one of my exes, not in this room or in this room, not going to specify literally it was hilarious it went from a conversation to what are you doing to three days later but yet there was responses like nothing much and then blank and then blank and then blank so if you really need to hide it that much what were you saying in those messages that's what you have to ask yourself it's, and it may just be, and here's me playing devil's advocate again, it may just be, oh, that bitch was being a bitch, but I love her and I fucking hate her right now, blah, blah, blah. It could just be hatred towards you because you pissed them off. And in that case, you should talk about loyalty, not cheating. Cheating, lack of loyalty, but loyalty in general, always should have. I just don't understand people because in my case at least I really don't care I get jealous yes but at the same time it's a five minute thing and I shut it down as fast as I can because it's not a big deal it's not a big deal because I'm single there's nothing for me to hide I actually say hey I'm flirting with this person he seems nice I never invite people over because it's just rude in general to anyone you live with that you've dated but I never knew half the people that came here to hang out with all of us actually wanted to sleep with me. I didn't know one of his girls that he brought over wanted to sleep with him. He claims that this girl, Kyla Cush, didn't want to sleep with him and he didn't know about it. So that's actually a good thing. But see, that's where I come into play with another topic. Sneaky women. Sneaky women that act like they don't want anything from the man and sit with you and talk with you and or talk on the computer with the person and have no sexual contact. But then you'll have phone calls that you won't be able to see because they have it on the voice. They talked on the phone and you don't know what those conversations were about. If there is more phone calls to a random number than there is to, not a random number, to a regular number, than there is to someone that they actually care about that you know their name you know their conversations and no messages just call me lol that means there is something to be hidden I have no problems with anybody I'm just pointing out what I've already been through and I figured it would be a pretty interesting topic to explain for a podcast I mean I'm doing it in a room with my exes for god's sakes they're probably going to be all bitchy about it but 
at the same time, I don't really care. I want people to understand what I've been through because if you see the signs, the sheer signs, the see-through signs of what a man is doing to you and you still allow it, it's horrible. And that is why I actually don't allow it. I go through my ex's phone and I know it's a little bit intrusive, but at the same time, if you were to talk to me nicely, as nice as they do, which is, I want to be with you kind of nice, there's a big difference between a roommate nice, an ex-boyfriend nice, and I want to be with you forever nice. Very big differences. And I'm getting vibes from both of them as they tell me them. Like, not in certain words, but they get nicer by the day or they get mean, they get jealous. There are signs. Just pay attention to the signs and then you'll never get cheated on. I have been cheated on quite a few times. I have cheated quite a few times, but not on the people in this room, except the one person in this room and online. So I guess I've cheated on both of them in their own ways. So I guess that's bad of me. Not realistically with the whole penetration thing, but flirting, maybe light touching, which you can get over. Like honestly, anyone can get over light touching or flirting. But it's how you react to what is going on around you. And that's the same thing with real life. If there is someone beating up a kid down the road and you're like, wow, that's fucked up. And you try to stop it. That's nice of you. If you leave it behind, you may be a prick. So just get the signs correct. Don't assume the worst before it happens. And try to be positive about who you're with until you until you have the proof if you have the proof girl don't let anyone think you're crazy if you have seen naked photos of any type on your ex's phone on your boyfriend's phone or anyone who claims to want to be with you or be around you a lot and really care about you there is no reason for you not to believe your own instinct and don't let them change your mind I have been through that a hundred times. I actually had to screenshot one of my ex's photos on their phone before I deleted it to prove that I deleted it. It's like, are you kidding me? Like, just be honest with me. Like, I understand maybe I crossed the line. You can say you crossed the line, but don't deny what I saw. There's a big difference between being Snoopy and being fucking right. Snooping is right when it comes down to cheating boyfriends or cheating people who only want to be with you but yet act a whole different way. So how are you supposed to trust that? It's a really hard concept for women to trust and men at times. It depends on the man and it's hard to understand. But if you want to, you can actually trust somebody you have communication And if you have proper communication, I highly doubt they'll ever cheat. But if you don't have communication and you don't give it up and pretty much everything I have with my exes, they're probably going to cheat on you. And well, looky, looky, they have. So take it from me. Being in the situation where you love the people you're around just in a different way and they want you or one wants you or seven wants you depending on how many people you live with maybe you're a whore bag who knows I only have two but in my case just 
understand that the man may not actually love you. He may just love the person he thought he loved before he got angry or before he made that decision. Because the second you cheat is the second you change a woman's perspective of you. And that's the problem. Men think everything is going to go back to normal once they're good for a week and then no one's going to want to look at their phone and they get sick of it. Then they say, oh, I can do whatever I want. Oh, do, 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 do. Like, no, you can't. Just because you made a mistake and now I'm overreacting does not mean that you didn't make the mistake in the first place. That's the problem men think. Blame it on the women after treating them like shit, not how it's supposed to be. But I am thinking about keeping this under 30 minutes or exactly 30 minutes. So I'm out and I hope women and men have learned something about to get away with, how to get away with cheating and how to not cheat. Just remember communication and really good research. Watch Harriet the Spy and Nancy Drew. They do help out. Or just be really sneaky. Look like you're cheating, but realistically, you're just trying to find out if he is. Well, I'm out. I'm glad people actually listen to me, and it's really nice to have viewers. I'm going to keep this under 30 minutes, so good night, lovely people, and... I hope to get on podcast and have something interesting to say tomorrow.